events that ensued in Parliament last night. The party is accusing both presiding officers of ordering the forceful removal of EFF members from the chamber and the blocking of the cell phone signal. Parliamentary leader Musi Maimani says this amounts to a violation of the constitution. We're now on the line to the DA's chief whip, John Stiernazen. Uh, a very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. Good afternoon and thank you very much for having me on the show. On what grounds do you believe that they need to be not only sanctioned but also removed? I heard uh, your parliamentary leader, Musi Maimani, say this earlier on that uh, the Speaker, Bale Gambete, and the National Council of Provinces Chair, Tandi Mudise, deserve this. Well, we believe that they have uh, breached the Powers and Privileges Act themselves by allowing members of parliament to be forcibly removed from the chamber by members of the South African Police Service. And we believe that they have impeded members of parliament from doing their duty. And we believe that members of parliament who have not made any transgression were hauled out of the House yesterday evening and in defiance of the Constitution. We also believe that they were fully aware that the fact that there had been a remote jammer installed in the uh, parliamentary chamber to ensure that members of parliament and those in the media were not able to Twitter, Facebook or send uh, outside transmission um, to the rest of South Africa. Mr. Stenhazel, when you say that uh, you believe that they hold members of parliament without any transgressions, do you then agree unequivocally with the EFF's actions and you believe that they did nothing wrong? No, I don't believe that at all. I believe there were three members of the economic freedom fighters who did not accept the Speaker's ruling and then continued uh, to, to make points of orders. And I believe that they were, they were in the wrong there. Um, there are ways in which you challenge a Speaker's ruling. There's a rules committee um, and the uh, Chief of Forum where you can take these matters up. Where I have a disagreement with the approach that was adopted is twofold. First of all, the intrusion of South African police service members onto the floor of Parliament, direct violation of the Separation of Powers Act. Nobody in their best day could say that members of Parliament standing up and making points of order is a threat to life to them. There was therefore no reason for the SAPS to have an incursion into the chamber. I would like us to get back to that in just a moment, Mr. Stenhazen, because I really need to understand this. So you say there were three members of the EFF who deserved to be called out of Parliament because they weren't listening to the Speaker. They, to their view, were raising points of privilege and they felt that they were allowed to do so. So you disagree with the EFF's interpretation of that? I do disagree. I think that the, the Speaker had made it very clear that, uh, that those were not going to be entertained and there were obviously ways in which you can then challenge that. But what I do disagree with is the manner in which the Speaker called in the South African police into the chamber. Uh, we, we cannot have our Parliament continuously violated and rendered broken by the actions of African National Congress presiding officers and the EFF. A broken Parliament is not going to fix South Africa, and we have lots of serious matters which we need to deal with, and we're not going to get those right with a broken Parliament. Now, could you just uh, cite which aspects of the Constitution you're citing to call for sanction against the Speaker Balegambet and the Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces on this issue of the police um, entering Parliament? But you also spoke about the jamming of cell phones in Parliament. Do you hold both of them liable and equally so for what happened? And are you suggesting that they not only had knowledge but approved it? 
it is very unlikely that the Speaker and the Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces did not know that the jamming device had been entered there. The rules of Parliament are very clear, and Parliamentary Convention is very clear, that they are the two sole custodians of the Parliamentary Precinct. Nothing should be brought onto the precinct without their knowledge, and it's highly unlikely that security services would have taken a step that drastic and curtailed the freedom of speech uh, in such a drastic manner without some sanction from either the speaker or the chairperson. But now, Mr. Stiernhaisen, when you call for them to not only be sanctioned but removed, that says to me that you know definitively that they knew it and they allowed it. Well, I say to you, there's no way that anything would be allowed to occur on the parliamentary precinct without their knowledge. Mm. Uh, If that is the case, then there's obviously police officers who have to account for the fact. But it became very clear to us yesterday evening, an interaction with both officials of parliament and uh, technicians upstairs, as well as security personnel, that everybody that was in charge of the planning of the day was very well aware that there was a, a jamming device up there. And, and I'll make the point again that if they knew, it's very unlikely that the speaker... You're, you'll forgive me for being pedantic, Mr. Stiernese, and you say unlikely again. Now, when you're calling for their removal and sanction, that says to me that you have definite knowledge of their responsibility in the saga, their knowledge that lines were being jammed. Which one is it? Is it likely or you know for sure that they sanctioned this? It's either way, it doesn't make a difference. The Speaker and the Chairperson of the National Council of Province are responsible for the running of the Parliament and for the parliamentary precinct. If they allowed it to happen and authorised it, then they are responsible. If it happened without their knowledge, then one has to question, are they really in charge of the precinct, and should they not then be removed because they're allowing matters take place on the precinct without their knowledge. All right. Thank you very much for speaking to us. John Stiernazen is the DA's chief whip. And to, to talk a little bit more about what happened yesterday, uh, we talking to the EFF's chairperson, Dalimpofu, advocate Dalimpofu, but this as uh, the EFF leader, Julius Malema, claims most EFF MPs removed from the National Assembly during President Jacob Zuma's State of the Nation address were beaten up. Fist fights broke out when EFF members were dragged out of the chamber by parliamentary security. He has accused one of the staff members of holding on to his private parts during the scuffle. Malema says the EFF will act the same way again if given the opportunity. Advocate Dalimpofu is the EFF's chairperson. He joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. Uh, just before we get to uh, the statements made by your Commander-in-Chief, we've just spoken to the Democratic Alliance and it is their view that three members of the EFF were were supposed to have been taken out of Parliament because of their behaviour. Statements made by the DA further accused the ANC and EFF of uh, descending Parliament into chaos. Your response to this? No, obviously that is completely wrong. I mean, the whole country uh, listened to and watched what what happened. That uh, a point was raised by one member, the other two hardly even uh, said anything. In fact, Grozy uh, and um, uh, our deputy president did not even make any point. So there was no reason for them to be to be removed at all. Maybe there might be a case uh, when it comes to uh, our first MP Gabi, because he had some interchange with the with the speaker. But uh, the the point of the matter here is that this was clearly a pre-planned and predetermined uh, high-handed action because the, the, the DA 
Although the speaker's point really was that, look, there's only one business today, it's the president to make his speech. But she allowed the DA to make all sorts of points of order uh, before the, the speech and during and even after the, the removal of, of, of our people. So that alone, you know, applying double standards, it's either 